Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. My name is Matt McSweeney. We are finally back. It has been a little bit, a little bit of a hiatus, but we are back. We are back to talk about the big fights from this past weekend, big fights this weekend. Ty, how you feeling? I'm ready. 268 is here. It's been a, it's been a kind of a long wait. We had some, some fights that were up in the air, but we, we made it so far. Knock on wood. Hopefully, uh, everything goes well with weigh-ins. Nobody misses weigh or anything. Um, but I can't wait. Yeah, and you know we just we're coming in on the news that uh, Michael Chandler and Justin Gaethje is going to open up the card this weekend, which is pretty insane. The pay per view card, I should say, not the uh, prelims, but absolutely, <laughs> a- absolutely insane. Uh, we will get into all of that, but first we want to talk about fights from this past weekend. Jan Blahovich loses his light heavyweight title at UFC 267 in Abu Dhabi to Glover Teixeira, who finally breaks through at the age of 42. Uh, first initial thoughts were that Jan Blahovich was disappointing. Uh, I guess I expected a little bit more from him uh, in, in his performance, and uh, we he did not deliver at all. He had nothing for him standing up, or especially on the ground, or just he was just kind of a manhandled or dominated in the most polite way I've uh, probably ever seen. But it, it was it wasn't close at all. What would uh? I mean, I, I'm sure you probably feel the same way, but what are your thoughts? It was crazy because he ended up, he was the one who got rocked, you know, standing up. He got hurt, and after he got hit with that left hand, he was not he was not the same. He was backing up, uh, and then he got taken down easily, gave up his back, tapped really quick. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of bad performance, but really good performance by Glover. And, uh, you know, seeing him get the belt was, was pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, and... It was cool afterwards, obviously, when I realized that all my parlays were, you know, the destroyed and the the minus what was he three hundred or two third whatever the yeah. number was that I kind of just assumed that it would be uh, you know good work. I, I mean, I just thought that the striking difference was gonna. I thought the striking was gonna make a difference. I thought his ability to maybe keep it standing uh, early on and, and get an early stoppage. I thought was probably that that was my, the easiest way to victory, but. That's what I thought. I didn't know he was going to get taken down in the first minute. 30 seconds in, man, he just gets, like, swings and misses and gets taken down. Uh, Glover didn't pass once at all, uh, but he wore him down. Like, he was so tired. Um, yeah, just holding on for he, dear life, basically. And, and he, he, gets, he gets hurt in the second round, and then he's defending the single leg, and then he tries going for the Kimura or he just tries, tries going for the dude's arm and then he gets taken down and then he gives up his back. Just questionable uh, questionable decision-making there for the Polish Polish power, which did not show up. At all. And he said he left yeah. it in the hotel room. He's not. He was not kidding. Uh, I don't really, honestly, I'm not joking, don't have much to say other than that. It wasn't, it was really weak, uh, you know, used like I like to use DC's line, non-event, man. That fight was yeah. essentially a non-event. The second round had a little bit of intrigue in the beginning when he was able to keep it standing for a couple seconds uh, earlier. But like you said, when he got rocked, it was over. Uh, and yeah. afterwards, he just was kind of you know easily taken down and gave his back up, and it, it was over from there. Tapped very quickly. Very quick. Very Connor-esque, almost, uh, to be honest. But uh, 
that's that at 205. Uh, Yuri Prohoshka was there. They kind of tried to set that up as the next one. Now the discussion is between Prohoshka and Rakic if they're going to fight again for the uh, or fight uh, each other for the number one contendership. Uh, you know, and all that maybe going to just get decided. But I think you're not going to see Glover Teixeira for a little bit. You're not going to see Jan Blahovic for necessarily the, in the near future, probably till after the new year and whatnot. So, yeah. not much. I don't. I really don't think there's much to talk about there. Uh, no, but, maybe, but I, I definitely can't wait to see Yuri, uh, Yuri and Glover, or Glover and someone else. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that that belt's going to hop around. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Yuri, in my opinion, Yuri's the best uh, of the bunch. But I, I would love to see Yuri and Rockets fight because that that yeah. that would Nicolai eliminate. Is oh, rising, I, you know, well, Anthony Smith's still there. Yeah, Anthony Smith's going to get a fight. He's going to have to fight somebody. It might be an Ankalaev or somebody of it, that nature. Yeah, it might be uh, Blakovich. That yeah, exactly. It could, it, that well, very well could because Jan's going to need a fight uh, on the comeback. Eventually, and, yeah. And I mean, th- those guys weren't necessarily. It wasn't a war, you know. So it doesn't. Right. You know, Jan could turn around quickly in theory, but again, Johnny Walker, he's on the rise, dude. He's ranked. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, honestly, though, you know how that goes when like the champion loses his belt. Usually, they kind of. It's not. One versus two or three. It's usually like a one five six. You know, they kind of yeah. not not that that's a, a easing you in uh, necessarily, but it's uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. it all depends on when he comes back, and there's a lot that needs to be hammered out there. But yeah. the co-main was probably the fight of the night, uh, in in my opinion, the most the fight with the most intrigue, and it did win fight of the night. But uh, Peter Yan takes out Corey Sanhagen in a unanimous decision. Uh, well, it easily wins the last three rounds. Uh, all the judges had him win in that second round. So, uh, it just his striking's too much for guys. And Sanhagen, the way he would have to fight, is just too hard to keep up for twenty-five minutes when you're taking shots the way he was. But uh, what were your uh, what were your takeaways? Uh, yeah, man, Jan's boxing's so good. Yeah, and what also is so good is his wrestling defense, his offense, even not. When he has to use it, he's he's really just refined in his technique. He uh, his scrambles, man. He like whenever he's in a compromised position, he'll like shoot a, a submission just that it'll give him leverage to get up. Get up it works. Yep. Like he put Corey in like a heel hook um, in the middle of round four to get up from a takedown, and it worked easily. Got right up. Yep. Um, you know, I think he lost round one, but it was you know nothing really much happened. He just. He just didn't have much form. He was waiting on waiting on the counters, waiting to get his uh, feel him out. Kind of, he does that. Feels feels guys out in the first round a lot. I think uh, round two was close. Honestly, I I thought he was losing until the last like two minutes of round of the second round. He he, yeah. he was landing the better shots. The just overall, I think the better shots in that round were all hit from him. And uh, round three, obviously, with the last minute when he got that knockdown, he just put it on him. Took yeah. that round. And it was all that from there. Like that's it from just... there. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sanhagen just, you know, he has some tough losses, man. Like he's fought well in both of them. It's just not enough, you know. I I don't think he's plateaued. I just don't know, you know, how, where he goes from here necessarily. Like he's he's tough. He's not going to go away ever. He's going to be a, you know, he's he's one of the elites. I think. I think Absolutely. he's one of the pound for pound top fifteen. Honestly, he's he's so damn good. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's striking offense. It needs a little bit more uh, creativity or something. Even though he, he can do so much, I just feel like... It kind of becomes redundant and predictable after for a, a couple yeah, rounds. Yeah, he doesn't... 
he doesn't hurt guys. He takes he takes you know he takes a considerable amount of damage. Yeah. He wears it too. Um, but I think this is just more about Peter Jan. I think he's pound for pound top five you know fighter in the UFC. I've I've been high on him for a while. He just didn't really do it against many guys, and then he got disqualified against Sterling and you know this and that. I think this just he's just a killer man. He has a killer mentality, and he just gets better. You know, he gets hit and he comes back harder. So. You know, that, that head kick in round five was just magic. You know, the, he he was getting kicked early, and then he ended up winning the kicking battle. Go yeah. to his body, the body kicks. Even the low, he had a low calf kick. Those calf kicks uh, were awesome on both He had legs. this one low calf kick, I think, at the end of the first or second that was just, like, stopped Corey, you know, considerably. Um, and the spinning back head kick at the end of the fifth. Unbelievable, man. Like. Just an awesome so, fight, dude. Yeah, great fight, and you know I feel bad for Corey. He's, you know, he's lost four fights now. It's, you know, he could have won all of them. And what he did, Aljamain Sterling, uh, or was it? Did Aljo beat him? Right? Aljo, no. uh, yeah, he tied him did, up in a minute. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, so you know, he's had some tough losses against the top guys. I don't know what's, oh, what's necessarily next for him, but he should probably take some time off too. This is a t- tough fight, dude. I don't know how his ribs are in shambles. Yeah, and they probably are. I mean, he took he took uh, an absolute was getting hit with baseball bats on his ribs all seemingly the whole fight. But God damn. Uh, like you said, I think Corey Sanhagen is probably just a step below those elite guys, and that's nothing against him. It's just that's how good those guys are. It's kind of uh, in a little uh, foreshadowing to our uh, discussion on this upcoming card. It's probably the similar with the main event. Like Colby's probably just a touch below those other guys and that doesn't take away from how good he is but it's just that just 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 shows you how good guys like Kamaru Usman and Peter Jan are the champions you know like they are just head and shoulders above they are the best of the best and you know no shame there's no shame in giving uh you know Peter Jan all all you can give him and then you know losing a decision come back I don't know what's next for him Uh, I I think he beats pretty much everyone in that 135 division that's not yeah, I mean, like Rob Font, maybe like I'd like to see him fight Rob a guy Font. like Rob Font uh, or Marab or something. Jose, Cody. Jose Aldo, you know, like those. Even though they're all they all have fights and everything, but like you know, we'll, we'll see. I guess see him again Sean after O'Malley. the new year and everything. Yeah, maybe you know. Uh, <laughs> well, Sean, who knows with Sean O'Malley? He's got a uh, he's got a whole situation he's got to take care of first of all with Holly yeah, uh, and Paiva. exactly. So. The third fight and the the Hasbulla Championship of the World uh, went oh down here. Uh, Islam Mahachev, uh, easy go. easy work of yeah, uh, Dan Hooker. Uh, quick one or uh, two minutes and twenty five seconds via Kimura. Thanks for showing up. I mean, yeah, another non event here. Uh, he he is a he he is a he's a problem, dude. And, and he's getting and better and better too. He's getting better and better. The striking, he was not. It didn't seem like he was worried at all, or it, it just the fight seemed natural. He, he made natural work of it, and I don't know what is next for him. Whether it's one in a title, either yeah. way. And so I don't know. I don't know what what they what he would want to do, or what the UFC would want to do with him. Maybe Daryush. Maybe you know uh, a Gaethje and Chandler are fighting this weekend. I don't think those two would fight. Maybe, but. No, I think Gaethje and Chandler is probably title shot. Um, Islam if it's probably Gaethje, probably. I mean, it depends on, like, if Oliveira wins against Poirier and it's Chandler again, like, do we really want to – are they really going to run that back? They might. Yeah, they might have to. I don't know. They, um, I mean, I guess they could sell it, but – Islam could probably get the loser of this 
Gaethje Chandler fight or the loser Dustin Oliver fight or maybe the Darius. I don't know. Uh, definitely needs a top, you know, top, top, top competition. Uh, he's taking Dan Hooker is good, but you know, it's 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 a whole new whole new game with the top five. Yeah. Um, so he definitely belongs up there, man. That top five's loaded. Alvera, Poirier, Gaethje, Darius, Chandler, Makachev, like, god damn. Yeah, real real like, shark tank, dude. You know, you don't know if Con- like if Conor McGregor was still a thing in lightweight, you know, he'd be up there. Like Yeah, and so, you know, yeah, you'd be talking about is that next? I mean I'm sure that that's that's a fight that automatically sells itself eventually, you know, if you want Connor to do Connor and Islam. Is like Connor and Islam all that's what they <laughs> that's what they all want, you know? The, on that oh, side. Man. They they would love to have that happen again, just I don't know, man. That's uh, um, you know, I, I don't like the the Connor discussion though, because it's like you know, who knows, right? It's like yeah. such a you know, we'll see if he even wants to fight or whatever. You know, you say you want to until you start getting in there. And it's like, oh my god, my fucking leg hurts. But uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, Volkov and Martin Tibor are kind of a boring uh, fight here, but no, Volkov was able yeah. to take care of business, gassed out in the first two minutes, and was able to miraculously get the decision. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, kind of a. This is a little bit of a boring one as well, but it, it uh, you know, Volkov delivered uh, minus three, you know, three hundred some favorites. So this next one, uh, do you have anything you want to say there? I, I don't want to uh, just. Uh, nah, it's uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to waste anyone's time. Hamzat, <laughs> Hamzat though, the wolf, dude. The this wolf. is where we have to put the brakes. We have to stop. We have to talk about this. <laughs> uh, the, what the what that guy does, man. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do just yeah. this pure, pure aggressive domination that it seems that he brings to the cage every single time, and he just walks through these guys, dude. He just he comes at them, and it, that fight was over before it even began. Once he took him down, he was holding them with one hand and pointing into the stands at Dana. It, it's I mean, just he, it, the guy. he was like holding the guy. Meanwhile, he's talking to Dana just. That's not something people you do, you know. That's some sick shit. Yeah, this guy's a sick. It's a sick individual. He's making good dudes in the top ten look like they have no business being in the UFC. That I mean, that's Malich, the thing. That yeah, Malich is a tough guy. That's the thing. Like you would like a casual as the, you know people like to use this word, but seriously though, like a, a yeah. person who doesn't really watch it would see that and be like, oh, that guy sucks. You know, like yeah. that guy Lee sucks. Like no man, that guy Lee is very good. He's very he's at the top of the world in his weight class. That other guy is just really fucking good, man. So like, you know, do we just say fuck it? We don't let's let's skip let's skip ahead a little bit. Let's let's not put Kamzad against, you know, Neil Magny. Let's not even put him against Bilal Muhammad or Jeff Neal or Chiesa or destruction, let's put destruction, him against destruction. Let's yeah. put him against Gilbert Burns. Easily. Let's put him against Vicente Luque. <laughs> Talk about a fight. They want to put him up against Diaz right now, dude. That's that's what Dana Dana's would, number one. He would dis- absolutely kill Nate Diaz. Why? Yeah, it exactly. Why? Nate ain't doing that. I would hope not. No, he already said like I mean, he's he's already, not, yeah, it's not like a money for him, you know. The, oh, I just fucking banged my knee so hard on this desk, dude. Oh, that hurt so bad. But uh, no, it's I mean, it's not. I he doesn't need the Luke money. He doesn't need Nate. the. It doesn't do anything for Nate to go in there and what prove yourself against that guy. Like no, oh, yeah, it, and it's my good. last. It's my last fight on the on my deal. I'm gonna be a free agent after this. They're gonna try and send me in there against some murderer, have me destroyed, and then I'm gonna go sell myself after I just get destroyed, like absolutely destroyed. It's not gonna happen. That's not what we're doing here. Uh, yeah, I, Hamzat, though, like you it. said, yeah, like what? What are we? 
what are we what are we realistically talking about here? He's not going to fight a guy like Wonderboy. Kiesa already yeah. has a fight. Masvidal already has a fight. I mean, I guess Neil Magny, whatever. Uh, That's the next uh, logical. If we're, step. if we're slow playing him, but I think it might be time to speed it up. They know? haven't like, updated the rankings on the website though. So no, they have not. You know, because they don't know what they're doing. But I, uh, I think maybe you know, what if they give him Colby after Colby loses this weekend? You know? Wow. Like, I don't know. I uh, think uh, Luke but, is the is the one though. Oof, if you want to put him that. one in the title. Yeah. It would be Luke yeah, and, and yeah. Usman. I don't know what after he beats Colby. I don't know what is next for him. Can't be. I guess Leon. Leon maybe if Leon, if Leon if won. He beats Masvidal. Yeah, but if Masvidal well, wins, if he doesn't then what? Then what? Yeah, exactly. Colby that. three. You know, it's like obviously not Gilbert two. No. Well, maybe Wonderboy uh, wins something. I don't know. Luke would probably yeah. be the next one though. Yeah, so I mean, you have to. So Hamzat Luke fast play Jamaev. Like, Hamzat Luke, and then Hamzat would fight the next. His next fight after that would be his. Yeah, so Hamzat's won in the title. If they, even yeah. if they, they could even sell a skipping of the of the line and have those two fight each other. Jamaev right. and Luke could be for the title. It really could for the for the uh, title shot. Yeah, but either way, I'm excited. I, I don't, I, you know, Gilbert Burns is sitting there though. I don't want to disrespect Gilbert Burns, so I would like to see him get a shot, but. I want to see Gilbert fight somebody, yeah. But, um, yeah. Everything opens up, though, if Usman loses this weekend. Then this whole conversation is irrelevant. But, well, that's not going to happen. So yeah, but I'm just saying, but, you know, anything can happen, though. So we have, no, to, okay. we have, no, to, we have to keep but, we have to keep it open, and we'll see when I make no, my pick later. <laughs> uh, but Jemaya is definitely must-see TV now. Uh, he, you know, he's talking about killing people, killing everybody. I smash know. everybody, brother. Yeah, well, now it's not smash. He, he I'm going to, to eat you. Yeah, he's going to eat everyone. So, Wolf is here, and he's a scary guy. Yeah, and it doesn't look like, to be honest, that it's going anywhere anytime soon. So He's absorbed, like, one total strike in the last four fights. Like, what? That's insane. He's, his chin's fresh. You know, I'm sure he's going to get hit one day. You know, it's, it's obviously going to happen, but... But right now, I, I that he's doing what he's doing is is, is good. It's hard to uh, hard to to fathom that happening though, because we have no uh, we have no basis to you know, you know yeah. I don't even know. It's just just crazy watching that guy fight, man. I never see I never seen anything like yeah. it. And I, I I encourage. He's one of those guys. I just encourage people who don't really watch the sport to just watch him fight if yeah. you have if you have the time. But let's keep it moving because uh, we could sit here. I could sit here and talk about Hamzat all day long. But Margomed Ankalaev. The uh, the Hulk destroyer takes care of business against Volkan. No time, Uzdemir. Every time Volkan got into any sort of uh, striking range or into the pocket, Ankalaev made him pay, and this fight really wasn't that close either. So, what? Uh, yeah, easy, easy 10, uh, 10, 10, 30, 27. Yeah, yeah, um, it's just Ankalaev looked good. You know, I think he's he's definitely a player at at uh, two or five, but you know he. he 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 goes to decisions a lot. I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but just not just, the most exciting fighter in the world. But yeah, I'm sure he's still gonna you know keep improving, get better with his hands. You know, he was he he you know, Volkan was getting hit, hit a little bit. His face was getting marked up. Volkan's taking some shots, man. He's he's starting to get older. You know, I kind of worry about uh, can worry about him. But old no time. Yeah, I think uh, father time is knocking on the door. But um. Yeah, not much there. Nah, yeah, and you know that's 
two in a what's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row for Ankalaev since he was triangle choked by Paul Craig. Jesus. I mean, that was, you know, obviously a, he won. He was winning that fight. Yeah, Paul I, Craig, just Paul Craig. His late fucking shenanigans that he always does all the time, man. Sachuku. Kennedy. So. He was getting. Be- I cannot believe that that guy was getting beat by Kennedy and Juku. But yeah. whatever. I don't want disrespect. Uh, I'm not. We're not going there again. Uh, Zubaira nope. Tukagov, one of one of the Habib uh, brethren, gets it done against Ricardo Hamos. He has uh, a win over Connor. Who does? Zubaira. Yeah. Uh, okay. Albert Durayev and uh, Roman Kopilov. That was a great fight. Did you Did you happen no. to catch any of this stuff? Yeah, they were they were swinging, man. That was uh, so. I had Durayev in a, in a parlay, and he he got me a little nervous because I thought Kopilov was hitting him with some shots too. You know, it was, <laughs> and he, he just, just kind of seemed like late, later on in that fight. Oh God, I know they were like they were zombies at one point. It was freaking me out a little bit, but he, he got the job done. Yeah, and. I, you know, Duraev, he, he was supposed to be the guy who was going to be, like, shooting takedowns and all that, but, you know, he did, and he was he held him down. He was beating his ass, but then it seemed like he, you know, in typical fashion, like, some guys just use everything they have to try and take these guys out, and then they're just like, oh, my God. Like, Kopilov was just kept spitting the mouthpiece out and just... Did it, like, 12 times. Yeah, man. And, and, and But that was because his fucking nose was destroyed. Did you see his nose? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't looking good. Wasn't looking good. Um, this next one though uh, caused a a ref to lose his job, dude. Uh, <laughs> as how do you say this gentleman's name? Elizio Zaleski and Benoit Saint Denis. Uh, yeah, the, the ref, though, uh, that guy had the oh most Russian God. name of all time. That was horrific. I had TKO in this. Vyacheslav Teslov. There you go. Let's go, dude. And yeah. that guy, I have, they said he's ref like three other times in the UFC. I don't remember. So he's a fucking a- a- ACA ref, and the ACA refs don't give a fuck. They do not care. They are straight out of Moscow, Russia. You know, special agents that are just in there waiting for somebody to, do not, to you know, take a dirt nap. So they can just rest and piss them. That's pretty much what they do. And so this dude, yeah, he watched Benoit Saint Denis get hit with like 500 shots in a row and just did nothing. Uh, you know, Saint Denis came back. You know, he's a tough dude, but that should have just been stopped. The corner probably should have stopped there after the second. But holy shit, man, that was sad. Yeah, and, and you know what though? Like it, it watching that. Uh, just like the the announcers and shit losing their minds, like dude, bro, like the, the uncomfortable. I mean, it was almost like they were a, trying not to because like you don't want to, but like yeah, I'm they're like, come I, on, I, I want them to at that point, you know, like yeah, even if like that, that's the thing. Like I was upset because I had the TKO, but then I was just sitting there like, dude, this is like, how can you watch this as like even unbiased and be like, this is okay, man. This guy's just standing up against the fence, just getting beat up. Like just because he didn't, his brain didn't give out, doesn't mean that you know he's still there yeah. and the fight has to keep happening, but. Uh, that this the the uh this Polish gentleman Michael Olszejczak he uh Olszejczak Olszejczak oh look at you dude and uh Gamzeltov dude is that is Gamzeltov dude well he fucking cleaned him up dude in that uh, in that first round that was pretty easy uh I don't I didn't see many of the odds for this cause, just because I wasn't really uh, Olszejczak I got him at minus one of five I tried getting him when he was at plus money but. It- he, cl- he was the underdog. Uh, he closed at like one at minus 105. Uh, Gamstoff was minus 125 or 115. Don't know why. Gamstoff is a fraud. He's just undefeated. You know, he has a zero next to his name, and he has an OV in his last name. 
Yeah. So he was the favorite over, over St. Chuck, who, you know, easily, you know, as soon as he hit with that uppercut, that shut the fucking lights off. But before that, he was, he was hitting with the hardest shots. You know, he, he lost the crew in OSP, but he beat Antigulov, he beat Volante, uh, he beat Bukowskis. He's fought some guys. Uh, you know, Gamstoff had, has not at all. He just is undefeated and he has that name. So it's the only reason he was the favorite. So thankfully I won that. I wish I put more money on it though. Lerone Murphy, uh, after Ooh. kind of getting taken down and a little yeah. controlled a little bit in that first round, catches uh, Maquan uh, Armiakani with a fucking bomb of a knee, knocks him out that cold. And Lerone Murphy that stays was... undefeated, dude. Yeah, he looks good, man. He looks good at 145. He's definitely a player for sure. Armiakani's, that's a good fighter. So, to, you know, Run it was back. a bit of a fluke. Yeah, Run it back with Zubaira, man. Run it back with Zubaira, though. That, I'm not worried about yeah. Amirkani. You get slept like that. It is what it is. But yeah. how about uh, Glendora's own Andre Petrovsky getting it done against the Hugh Yalzong? Well, I don't think he's from there, but he lives there right now. Uh, Why does he live there? I don't know, dude. That's you know probably probably a nice house. Uh, able to get a cheap rate on sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, how about the man he uh, he was able to catch the victory against here who's the uh, lauded and highly respected Chinese mixed martial artist by the name of Hu <laughs> Yaozong, who is now three and three, unfortunately. So uh, he's only fought in China Spanish. before this. So I, I yeah. don't know if we might get cut here, Yao Yaozong. But yeah, cut watch. I think he's definitely on cut watch. As is Alan Mas- Masamento. He's pretty good. He had a good fight with Tajir Ulambekov. Um, yeah, split. Yeah. Well, and Bekoff looked pretty good. Petrovsky looked really good. I'm glad he got the finish. Uh, you know, he looks like he could be a player, man. He looks like he could be a player. He needs to work on some things, obviously. But uh, I think the young the young prospects had a good day. Murphy, uh, Petrovsky, Duraev, Hibas. You know, she looked a little better. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Still... I, I kind of skipped right over that. I'm sorry. I, you, Amanda Hibas did get, take care of business against Virna. She yeah. got hurt in the first, but people, won the last two rounds about for Virna, sure. Virna's stand-up is getting better. No, it's not uh, at all. Ebos looked better. But, man, she's still, you know, she's, she's scared. Like, she goes up against top fighters who can strike. She's she's uh, she's in trouble, man. She has a weak chin, too, you know. I, I kind of worry about that, but she, she looked, looked good. She looked better. Her striking did look better in this fight, but that was after she got clipped and she was able to kind of just uh, put the pace on Virna and, I don't know. Yeah, the last two rounds, she definitely, uh, you know, took yeah, so uh, that that wow. is UFC 267, which was free, and it was good card for favorites. Yeah, and it, it definitely was a good card for favorites, except uh, Jan Blahovich, of course. No and, Bruce Buffer because of COVID. Yeah, I guess we should mention that the first he, numbered he card that he weekend, wasn't involved in in 25 years, I believe. Crazy! What a fucking streak! But uh, like, how does that, that even happen? Yeah, dude, that's just a guy who's dedicated to the game, man. We were we were like one, and he was he was like. Yeah, I'll take a day off. Ever since then, nothing. So, uh, what did you want to do? You want to go right into UFC 267 or, or 268, or do you want to uh, talk about some of the stuff that we? I guess we should just uh, d- briefly discuss the Costa fight. Yeah. Well, uh, what did you make of that? Uh, Vittori kind of just did what I what thought fight. he was he going to do, of, but a lot. Like you know, they they were going the whole time, and it looks like Paulo got tired very easily. But at least you know. They were still uh, active. Uh, Vittori looked good. He, he's still he's, he's still getting better. I think. Um, I feel like Paulo should stay at two and five. Honestly, that's what I think. Dana said so, said um, as much himself. So I don't know if he has much of a say in it. I mean, maybe right. he might he, maybe might, not, he might not offer him 
uh, any 185 fights anymore, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't at this point. I mean, holy shit. Uh, Grant Dawson, Ricky Glenn, your boy Rick, Ricky Glenn. Yeah. He goes by Ricky now. Uh, another draw for him. I mean, goddamn, it seems like third but second. Uh, pretty good fight there. Um, not much else there. Jess Rose Clark looked good in the ring, fighting-wise. Uh, Justin Edwards, cut watch maybe? I don't know. She's not that great. Uh, Caceres got a choke. He, he does that a lot. Kind of wasn't expecting that. Your boy Ike Villanueva took an early, early bad L. Yeah. Oh. Hurricane Ike uh, was not as yeah. strong as it usually is. Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, there was like, uh, there was the Fedor fight that, you know, yeah. kind of went as uh, planned. Kyle Worthy got slept again. Yes, he did. He's probably, I think he's he's got to hang him up. That's three in a row. Might uh, be cut watch for that for that gentleman as well. But no, probably I not, worry but. about him, dude. I worry about him when he gets hit. He, he doesn't. He looks like he has a seizure. It's, it's scary. He gets. He gets. He gets roughed up. He needs. A, he's like thirty six too. <laughs> yeah, he should probably. He should probably hang it up. <laughs> you know, I'm laughing because I'm only laughing because the serious, uh, genuine uh, worry you had for him right there. You were just like, yes. you know, man, like that guy gets hit by a, a gust of wind and he, he's in trouble. <laughs> so you, we need to. Yeah, maybe we should talk about this whole fighting thing. Um, Jeff Molina looked good at 125. That's a, that's a name to watch. Um, so did Silva, honestly. 125. I'm glad we didn't get rid of that division. Brandon Marcos, dude, back to 500. We are back. Throw. Where's the? When's the parade? When's the parade? Um, that's pretty much all I got to, for that card. Random freaking Marcos, man. What? What? She's a, back, dude. What a legend she is, dude. T- takes back. care of Olivia Hernandez Sosa. Jonathan Martinez, yeah, and Jai Herbert, yeah, we we talked about Kamaworthy getting knocked out, but, and uh, Strapoli, dude, that that was another one. Yeah, lame. What a horrible card that was. Uh, So, thank God we didn't have to do a show on that. Maybe we we saved everyone from (laughs) uh, worrying about it. I guess we should move on. You want to just get into 268 and let's let's do it, it, baby? All right, so usually this is the the line we usually get to. Wow, it's crazy. The 30-minute mark, again, we are getting into the next week's car, which I kind of like is our thorough breakdown. You, I mean, if you don't want to hear the breakdown, you could skip right to the picks. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen, UFC 268, Kamaru Usman, Colby Covington from Madison Square Garden this weekend. I'm fired up. There will be a lot of booze flowing. I will have a, a nice, fresh case of Miller Lights that I will be slugging down while there watching this absolute fucking barn burner because the first fight was awesome. I still... Love watching that fight to this day because it was such a fucking close fight and just a, like, just awesome. It's what mixed martial arts is all about, two dudes just standing in front of each other, beating the shit out of each other until one guy can't take yeah. it anymore. I don't, I, I mean, I assume that this time is going to be very similar similar to the last time in the, in the results, but there's going to be some different elements, and I'm very curious to see what uh, adjustments each, each guy makes, you know, because... Colby's talking about how he's going to be a little bit less reckless and, uh, you know, hands up and whatnot. And I'm just curious to see Usman because obviously striking has gotten even more crisp since the, when they fought. I'd just be curious to see, you know, how either guy – I mean, Usman and uh, and Covington are both training with different people now, right? They both have different coaches from the time. I mean, he was still with Whitman, but now, like, he's, like, full-time training with Trevor Whitman. Yeah. And, and Colby's not, and Colby's not, not with uh, American Top Team anymore. So, you know, that all that is, you know, that those are two different elements that you have to take into account. 
the odds would say that uh, Kamaru is going to take care of business because it is where what what's the number right now? What are we looking at? 300, 310, yeah. three hundred, more than that maybe. Minus three ten. Uh, BetMGM has a minus three fifty. Uh, lowest is two ninety on five D, which is probably the most crook organization ever. Uh, <laughs> if, but if they want to uh, put, you know, come, come on, you can always. Join the team here at the Hot Take Hotbox. We'll sponsor you. We'll sponsor you, of course. Uh, Colby Covington, though, plus 240. That's a nice live dog if you want to just play around with a little bit. But Yeah, I mean, hey, he didn't look like he would be plus. You know, if you if you forget about the fifth round, you know, and you told me one of the fighters would be minus 310, I, I would be kind of confused. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if, if you really believe in Colby, man, I mean, hey, it's, it's 40. But I, I honestly, you know, I don't know what he's done since the, this, this fight. He's fought once. Um like he said, he's made improvements. He's looked, he looks better. He, he's, he's done a lot more. Nobody really knows. I'm sure, obviously, I'm sure he has. You know, we, we haven't seen it, but we've seen what Usman's done, and there's probably more that we haven't even seen, you know? So I trust, I trust the guy who looked better the first time. I think he's going to look better the second time easily. I think he's going to finish him. I mean, I think it'll be earlier than the fifth this time, but even, you know, even if it is the fifth again, I, I think he's just going to finish him. Should be early, though. Second, third. I will say though that I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I I kind of feel the same way I did last time. It's just uh, very nervous, maybe about just yeah. what 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 could go down. And I know that the, it was. Yeah, I, I mean, Usman's obviously better, but any given night, man. You know, like I I don't know. Like it, it just they were so close the last time. I I my obviously minus three ten is nice, so I might. That might be one that you throw in on a, uh, you know, one of those favorite parlays. But yeah. oh boy, yeah, that's a, so, that's that's. I would just feel more. I don't even know. I feel like I would be will, more willing to. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to make a vow here to not bet any more props. I'm done with the props, but plus one fifty five on a TKO is really nice. Is that for? Usman? That's for Usman, and uh, so inside the distance, he's probably plus money. Uh, I would guess decisions plus one ninety. Usman okay, wins so inside the distance. At worst, plus one plus one thirty is what I'm seeing here on a couple of these websites. So if, all right, I gotta find them. Bovada needs to update it. I think by Friday they will. Yeah, a couple of these don't have them. So there, there's uh, yeah by weigh-in date or like you know fight night they usually that's when they're up. So what, if it's a plus money, do I'm firing. Everything I have on Usman's side distance, I'm very confident him getting it done. I don't think he's gonna like just come out and blast him and make a mockery of him. Like it might be close. He can be hit. Usman has, you know, he's he's there to be hit. I just think he's gonna eventually figure some things out. Maybe after a round or two or three or however many, you know, Whitman's gonna start and just gonna start settling in. You know, all that hard work, all that training he's done with H E and 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 Whitman and just you know ever everybody else that he's been working with. I just think he's gonna start picking them apart, and, and I think he's really gonna hurt them. Uh, man, you know, after seeing what he did to Mazadal, timed that perfectly. You know, it's hard. It's hard not to see him do that to, to Colby in some some way. Yeah. Maybe not put him to sleep, but I think he's going to drop him at least, and that'll be it from there. Yeah, and oh, I wonder if anybody's going to wrestle. That's where. That's the thing, though. That that's the very the thing that intrigues me very much about just think when I talk about this fight and think about it, like. Uh, the difference is like yeah, like who is somebody gonna wrestle first? Is somebody gonna get hurt and like take the other one or is someone gonna time like a yeah. double leg where no one's expecting it 
They're just going to think, like, one person's going to think it's going to be just like the last time and the other person changes it up, you know? like People have been saying if they if somebody does, they think it's going to be Usman. And I think I might agree. I don't know if Colby's going to go for a takedown. I don't think he, I think he uh, should. Uh, he probably should, but I also think, like, he uh, might fall into the same thing that Masvidal does and just doesn't have much respect for his hands. You know, like, he'd oh, much rather do... But I think learn. it's more about an energy thing, you know. Like I, I don't think they wa- either one of those guys wants to be, you know, be on the bottom or end up losing a grappling situation where you're yeah. expending a ton of energy to try and get a takedown that you never get, and then, you know, obviously Colby's going to think it's going to be pace. He's going to have to somehow get Usman tired, and the fight's going to have to go kind of like those uh, those first couple rounds did for him. You know the for the winning rounds that he had. I think he won two rounds of that fight. So, yeah. you know, uh, he's too. he's just gonna have to put pace on him, be constantly in his face. Uh, he needs to defend himself better this time. He, you know, and uh, I'm, we're setting up for a great fight. If I'm giving an official pick on this, uh, Usman by decision probably would be a unanimous yeah. decision if I had to guess. But uh, if I want to, I, I am going to probably have Colby as just a betting on the money line, just, just for fun by the time, you know, the boo starts flowing. Cause anytime I'm at that, at that point in the night and it's plus two fifty, and we're going into a title fight, I'll just like, why not? You know? So, but I, my, my official uh, prediction though is Usman by decision. I just see, uh, Colby fighting a little bit more, uh, patient and just more, uh, like, cause this could be his last chance. So I think he's not going to be as reckless as he may have been the first time. Not that that's going to mean a win, but I just think that that's going to be harder to finish him that way. And, yeah. you know, that's the only reason I'd bet that. And it's not a bad number uh, for for a uh, – I mean, I don't know if it's the fa- – I'm trying to find Colby Covington. Or the fight The fight total goes through the decision is plus 112. So if you're betting one of the, one or the other, you probably would uh, – Usman wins a decision. Right yeah, Usman wins a decision is plus 190, 175, 160. There you go. I got Usman uh, fourth round, third round stoppage. I'm going to go early fourth. There you go. So look, that sounds like we're setting up for another great fight, though. So sign Definitely. me up. Absolutely sign me up. Uh, we'll move it on, though. We're running back another fight that this is even a closer rematch than the last one. And the, both... Kamaru and uh, Rose fought on the same card last time, so we're doing it again. Rose and Yunus. Oh, that's the third time. Yeah. Well, that's right. That's right. Damn. Rose and uh, Zhang Weili, dude. And uh, if anybody watched the countdown or any, I mean, you can be, you, I'm convinced this is that Weili's going to give us a fucking barn burner. I, I feel like she's like, there. when, when uh, Weili speaks, there is like an Im- immense amount of pressure, I feel, when she's talking. Yeah. That, that she feels. I don't know from where or from what. I mean, I imagine it's not easy to be a Chinese athlete. That the uh, pressure yeah, you probably receive from, from the government and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, you know, and, and you're not, and, and this is not going to be an, an easy fight again. Uh, I, you know, it, it's probably going to be much longer this time. I, you know, I don't see maybe Rose getting that knockout like she did last time. But who knows? Uh, what do you, what do you think? I've been talking a little too much, but who, 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 I just don't know what to think. Yeah, I don't know. It's so it's 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 a it's an oddly lined fight. Um, I think Rose is even money and uh, Whaley's minus one twenty, which is interesting. Uh, I bet on Whaley last time. I thought she was going to look. You know, I didn't think what was going to happen happened. So I think it makes sense. You know, kind of 
calling it a fluke, not calling it a fluke, but, you know, kind of calling it a fluke. You, you think that probably won't happen again. She might get, you know, clipped and she might lose some, she might lose and she might get beat up standing up or she might take shots, but she's going to be, you know, she's going to show off more, uh, this fight, you know. Uh, I guess so. See, making her the favorite makes sense in, in a way, I think. I, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know how to go. I don't know if I should go with or against Rose. Um, it's going to be a great fight either way. Um, I think Waylee might take it this time. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, uh, I don't doubt that at all, but I just, <clears throat> I have a tough time when you're running the back of fight this quickly. Like, how is she an underdog after she just kicked her in the head in a minute? You know, yeah. like I, I think if Whaley is able to obviously keep the fight standing long, just just fight longer and able to fire leg kicks and able to uh, get in and just just uh, I guess accumulate damage on Rose. That's our only way to victory, and hoping that this fight goes longer. The longer the fight goes for Whaley, the better it is because of. Rose's style by just bouncing around and having to be in and out and just precision it, that that will slowly erode the longer the fight goes. I don't care who you are. Yeah, that's her only way. And I, I don't like. Um, I hope she doesn't try to wrestle. I don't think that would be a good idea. Just because I think Rose's ground game is is disgusting. So I, I just I don't I don't know. I think she would leave herself open to maybe some some other nonsense, but. This is an awesome one. I'm going Rose, though. So I, I just, something okay. tells me Rose is going to get it done, and it's just a bad matchup for uh, Wei Li. And I don't feel confident as like I did last time, though. Last time when we, we did this, I was I was fired up. I knew Rose was going to win. Uh, just something told me just the way everyone was acting. And this time, though, it's uh, I just feel a little different. And it's easier to be, the, you know, to fight. You know, coming in uh, not as the champion, you have uh, less pressure on you and everything. No, no one expects you to get it done. I guess, in theory, I don't know, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. And it usually, I guess we would talk about Gaethje and uh, Chandler here, but I still am going to, even though they're saying that's opening the uh, card now. I'm not going to wait until you know later on in this. Let's just do this now. Justin Gaethje minus two hundred, two twenty, two ten, around there. Against Michael Chandler, who's plus one sixty, one seventy. Uh, this one is is an awesome fight at one fifty five. A real sort of title title eliminator situation. And what do you like here? I like Gaethje. I'll just go out there and say it. And uh, plus one hundred on a uh, TKO. If I can get a uh, close to a even money on TKO, I'm taking it. Yeah, I like that. So I think he's gonna use those leg kicks. Uh, first round's gonna be tough, man. He better watch himself because Michael Chandler hits fucking hard. And yeah. Sometimes when he gets hit, you know, the spaghetti legs, I think they might still be in there. Uh, Michael Chandler hits like a truck, and he can finish. You know, he pretty much had Oliveira. Plus uh, 460. There you go. For TKO. Um, for Chandler? Yeah. Chandler in round one is plus 552. That's worth like a little shot, I think. Because you know, after that, though, I think, he, you know, I know he's working on his cardio and working to, you know, for it to be like, to go five rounds, he says, or so he says, but I, I don't think he can go the distance from Justin Gaethje, man. I mean, you know, he's not going to be able to endure what Tony Ferguson endured. Uh, I know he, he he offers more, you know, with the, with his hands, but, oh, man, Gaethje would have to really slip up defensively, I think, which could happen, honestly, you know. 
I just I go with Gaethje. I think Gaethje in the second or third is going to figure him out. It could even happen early, man. I just I think it's going to no matter what happens, it will will not go the distance. So I think you know, fight doesn't go the distance is a sure thing, and like if you want to parlay it with something. Gaethje uh, round two is like plus six hundred on FanDuel right now, so that's not so. That's not bad. Yeah, I don't know when Gaethje's going to get done. I, I, you know, if it goes the distance, I think he wins the decision. But uh, I'm going to take him in like the. I'm going to take him the first. I think the first is going to be, it's, it's just going to be a firefight. I think they're going to put on a fucking war. You know, Chandler was already talking about how he wants to put on a show, and you already know what Gaethje comes to do. So I think somebody's getting dropped early. And, you know, I, I, have, a, I have a sneaky feeling it's going to be Ga- Gaethje who gets clipped, but I'm going to go with him. I think he's the safer pick. Yeah, and I just think the it being a three-round fight is a pretty is just awesome for both of them. And whatever you want to bet inside the distance – I think either way, I'm not going to sit here and call you a moron because it's these are just two. It's just two guys who are just. It's like two trains coming down the tracks at the same time. Like yeah. one of them's going to win, and I'm I'm going with Justin Gaethje. I just I don't know. I I just look at it like uh, Chandler, like when just the weird stuff with him getting leg kicked and stuff, and just all the different stuff that has happened and get. A lot less durable, I should say. Not that that's any knock or his fault at all, but getting clipped behind the ear and just the way he's been finished before in the past. Yeah, it doesn't uh, respond well. doesn't respond well to being hurt, and he gets tired very quickly. So, And I don't think that is from him not being in great shape. I just think it's probably a mental thing, you know, from yeah. like the adrenaline dump and just... He's also not a young guy. You know, yeah, old. exactly. So, you know, I, just give me Gaethje. Give me him TKO inside the distance, whatever you want to take. But I, that that is my probably money pick of the of the night is Justin Gaethje go. to win. What? I love it. Shane Burgos, Billy Quarantillo. This is a uh, this is a weird boy. one. This is a weird one for me. Minus two hundred for Shane Burgos, plus one sixty for Billy Quarantillo. What uh, what do you make of that? Well, I think you know Burgos is the better fighter. He has a better resume. He's ranked and. Uh, Billy Q probably has a long way to go before getting ranked. You know, he lost to uh, Gavin Tucker. He, his only win since then is Gabriel Benitez. But matchup-wise, I think it's a really good matchup. Um, I, th- I think it's a good, it's a good fight. I think it's gonna be a good fight. They're good. I think they're gonna stand there. They're gonna trade. They're gonna. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a fight of the night contender. I just think Shane Burgos has more. It might go the distance. Honestly, I don't know if we'll see much wrestling. Uh, you know, Billy Q's got some some slick ground game too. Uh, he tapped out Kilburn. He. Um, he uh, he had he had Benitez on the ground multiple times. Um, he's good, man. I just you know I, I don't trust him against Chamberlain. I think Chamberlain is is just all around better. Uh, you know, but after that last fight, you know, Burgos took a beating. Uh, you never know. Yeah, uh, I have a tough time. Roof, yeah, I'll root for Billy Q. He, he's from Tampa, uh, and he's he's an exciting fighter, and he's you know he's young and, and whatnot, but. This is, I don't know, it's really kind of a tough one, honestly, because uh, of the matchup. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I think Burgos just has, he just has a, his number in every uh, sort of way I could think Billy might be able to win this. I don't know if he's, I don't. I mean, Billy doesn't stop, but I think Burgos packs a certain punch that's going to be able to keep Billy away. And I, I do think a Burgos decision is probably the move. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. That, but hey. He hasn't won in, uh, in a couple of years. The last one was Amir Khani, and you know that didn't age well. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Billy Q's a, good, a, a nice little, uh, nice little mix-up. 
Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, this this is a great uh, main card. I mean, it's crazy that Gaethje and Chandler are going to be fighting before these guys. I, I don't, I really right. don't get, I mean, I, maybe it's for the coaches. Uh, really, that's the only thing I can think of. That's what it seems like. I think, for, so Frankie and Cheeto is going to be the feature bout now, it seems like. And Burgos and Billy Q will still be in the, the second fight into the main card spot. Okay. Uh, Gaethje and Chandler are going to open it up. It might be because it's, you know, Trevor Whitman, that, that, that's kind of fair. Um, who knows? You know, I'm sure that. I don't know what else it could be because that doesn't happen much. You know, you ideally you don't want to move that fight, but that that kind of makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. It just it very bizarre. I guess that that's yeah. mainly my thoughts on it. It's just hard to uh, wrap your head around that, but not really that big of a deal. It's still going to happen. The fight's still going to be awesome. So, Frankie Edgar and Marlon uh, Marlon Vera Marlon Chido Vera, dude. Uh, this is this is a nice number at minus one seventy. And, uh, I, I mean, if you think Frankie's cooked, then you, this is a, a absolutely banger bet. I don't know if Frankie's cooked necessarily, but I do think it's a bad matchup for him. What do you, uh, what do you make of it? Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, honestly, if he can use his wrestling, that'd be a good, uh, that'd be a good way to etch out a win. I just, I don't know. I think Cheeto's stronger. I think he's, he's not unbeatable. Uh, Frankie no. definitely probably shouldn't stand there and trade with him. I don't think that's smart. Uh, I think he just has to try to grind him out, honestly. Uh, I think it can be done. I just, you know, I don't know. I think this is kind of another weird, not bad matchup. It just, I, I don't know. I'm not, you know, it's over. I'm not too confident either way or anything. I definitely do think Cheeto should win. Um, I just, I can see him getting back to it here a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I, I, I could see a very close decision. Those are the two uh, favorites of the props. It is. Plus two sixty for Edgar and plus one ninety five for Cheeto Vera. I do like that Vera by decision, but I would probably just stick with the money line bet here if you're uh, not trying to lose all your money like I usually do. And I would probably just stick there with a with a Cheeto Vera money line sort of situation and get yeah. out of there. But you know, I like to give you the props as the option, and Marlon Vera by decision seems like the the more likely candidate or the, the most likely candidate of the crew. I mean, Vera looked awesome against uh, Jose for a little bit, but then, you know, he kind of just got backpacked. Yeah. And just yeah. It wasn't necessarily like he was getting dominated. He just kind of got, like, out, out-vetted. And you could see that happening again against a guy like Frankie Edgar, but I feel like he is going to make the – I don't know. Yeah, I, now that I think about it, you're right. He could just wrestle him, right, and just kind of hold him down. I think down, he might be maybe, able to. But he, I, I just don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know how, how much success he'll have with that. Uh, you know, it is Frankie at 135, too, so it, it's a little bit of a different... His last fight was him getting knocked out by Sandhagen, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we will see what kind of requisite damage that, that had, you know? So, give me Vera, give me the minus 172, and uh, let's keep it um, let's keep it moving. Alex Pajara, dude. Yes, sir. Andres Izzy's Michalaya, worst dude. nightmare. Izzy's worst nightmare. He said on the MMA Hour... That I don't have to go chase Izzy. I beat him twice. He's got to come to me, which I, I thought that was a fucking badass line to say. But yeah. did he actually beat him twice? I don't know. I I, I just I took him at his word. I was like, all right, that's that sounds good yeah. to me. I'm not even gonna look that's, into it. Unbelievable. That, uh, that sounds good. Um, but that's a guy you don't really hear. I mean, I don't know if Izzy really talks about him. Does he? I don't think so. I, uh, I wouldn't. I think he's a ghost of his past. I would try to act like he's not a thing or try to avoid the, his existence at all. Uh, here, Andres Michalaitis is tough. 
Um, you know, maybe the his route to victory here would just be a straight wrestle fest. And if you like, if you like Michaelitis, maybe maybe a distance sort of thing. Wins a decision plus five hundred. So yeah, his his only win in the UFC was a decision over KB Bueller. If you can't finish KB Bueller, you know, I guess yeah, that's true. You're not you're not finishing. You're not finishing him. KB Bueller looked horrible in that fight too. But uh, (laughs) give me Pajara. Give me. Give me the TKO minus one ten here on uh, what is this website? I don't even know what some of these websites' names are, dude. Uh, dra- oh, this is DraftKings. All right, so that's DraftKings. Oh, so yeah. we can respect them a little bit, uh, Just a little bit. or a lot if they wanted to uh, advertise with us. But yeah. Uh, I just I'm Michael, and this is more off of a, I've seen Pera before, and I, I Michaelitis, uh, like you said, just kind of that you know a little bit of MMA math that doesn't really work usually. But Michaelitis didn't was not able to finish KB Bueller and didn't really look all that great. It was very hittable from a guy kind of in that similar style. More you know, even though KB Bueller's a way you know like a poor man's version of him, but kind of tried to use his distance and whatnot. I think uh, Pera though will find the shot and he will. Try to make a name for himself out there in front of the crowd, but <sighs> tough. This one, I actually like this fight coming up. Ally Quinta, Bobby Bobby Green. That's a tough one to to like have a really confident pick on too. Yeah, honestly, I kind of have a hard time picking picking this one because like, who's Alex Pereira fought? You know, Thomas Powell and LFA I know. and knocked it. Like, I don't even know who that is. That's what, that was that so, last, like, huff there was just like, oh, man, I just don't feel good about that, you know? Right, like, you know, if he gets in the second, third round against Michaelitis, you know, I don't know. That guy's at least been there. You know, I know he's only been the been there once in the UFC. Uh, he fought um, Bukakis. 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 After the first round, you know, he didn't watch, by the way. He already got cut. Yeah. Shout out to Bukakis. exactly. So... <laughs> I don't know, man. Pereira better put him out, or he, be- he better make a nice impression. That's all I'm saying. You know, I'm expecting a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's basically where I'm at too. I kind of need him to make it make a statement against Michaelitis because otherwise, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I could, and that's the thing. It's one of those bets where you could definitely see it going the other way. Like uh, you'll b- find yourself just buying into the hype blindly. And then afterwards, you're like, of course that happened. You know, of course he yeah. outlasted him and vetted him through a decision. Kind of the way Clarissa Shields got, you know, outvetted to a decision uh, a couple weeks go. ago in the PFL. Which PFL, the finale was awesome, by the way. For for you know, we, we didn't really talk about that because it's not yeah. really uh, a yeah, big yeah. thing. But no, that was that was good. It was a good night of fights. Um, I can't lie. Edmund Shabazian. Oh, we didn't talk about Iaquinta yet. Sorry, uh, I skipped right by. Iaquinta and Bobby Green. Al Iaquinta is plus 136. Bobby Green minus 168, 175 uh, on here. I, I can't tell you, and I can't express this enough over this microphone, how I have I don't even know what to think here. I mean, Bobby Green probably should win. He's oh, yeah. the more well-rounded and just better fighter. And I think uh, Al will have trouble keeping Bobby on the ground. Maybe he might be able to take him down once or twice, but... It's been two years since he fought uh, Alec Quinta. So. Yeah, and he didn't look good in the last couple times I've seen him out there. So no, not at all. Give me Bobby Green. Um, probably decision. by yeah, probably by decision is uh, your best money to make there. And uh, minus one sixty eight isn't something nice to throw in a parlay <clears throat> if you really feel confident. I feel confident. So this next one though is a little. This is fascinating. Edmund Shabazian, yeah. Nasruddin Imovov. Is that is that how you so, say my 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 friend's yeah, name? Yeah, Naz- Nazardin Imov. 
the Russian French, the, the Russian sniper from France. Yeah, very. He's, uh, he's an interesting fighter, man. Very, very young, very good. Still getting better. Same thing. It's 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 like him and Shabazzian are both rising prospects. Even though Shabazzian's kind of falling, he's still really talented. He's only twenty three. This is a tough fight for him, man. They 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 are not giving him breaks. Yeah. Um. I think Imavov's even money and Shabazzian is minus one twenty. I could be have that. That could be switched uh, around. Yeah, Shabazzian plus one hundred. Imavov is minus twenty one twenty on Bavada. So I, I would take. I would lean Imavov honestly. You know, I just don't like what I've seen from Shabazzian. I think he needs, you know, a step down in competition. I guess Imavov, in a way, is a step down in competition from uh, Derek Brunson and uh, Jack Manson, but he is dangerous. So I think I'm going to go Imavov, you know, until Shabazzian shows me something. It could, it could happen, you know, for sure, but I'll trust Imavov. Yeah. You know, he's still young, too. I feel the same exact way. I just trust Imavov. If if there was a wrestling situation, him being from Dagestan, just in general, just gives me that confidence that he'll be able to get himself out of that. And Shabazian has shown himself to not exactly be the greatest guy on the ground either. And he's been working on that, you know, in France. And that French, those French fighters, man, are tough. Santini is yep. French, and his ground, his his takedowns are good. He is tough, dude. He's, he was special forces in France. Like that's a the tough room in there, man. So yeah. You know, you walk into a room full of uh, Nazardim, Imavovs, and Manon Firoz, and Cyril Gans. You know, uh, a little scary, scary, scary people over there. So that those French fighters, man, they're they're making some some leeway over here, and Imavov's is definitely one of them since he's been trained there for a while. Any props that you like? Uh, no, not really. I, I don't yeah, like too either. much on this fight. You know, I think if if you like either side, there's a money line to be made, and I think that's fair where it is. Um, I just don't know who I'd lean. I think Imavov for now. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I just don't, yeah. We haven't seen enough from Shabazian and the growth in his game to necessarily tell me that anything's going to be different this time than it was last time, especially against, like, Jack Manson or yep. Derek Brunson. And, uh, you know, I'll take uh, Imavov over Brad Tavares, too, even though that would be a, a close, you know, matchup. Yeah, it'd be a pretty good fight. Uh, but, yeah, this is, like, at least this is back towards Shabazian's uh, wheelhouse, so... Maybe a maybe a distance sort of bet would probably be the 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 place to make your money if you wanted to. But is this fight literally happening? I don't know if, if this is legit. I I for, totally forgot about this. Uh, Chris Curtis and Phil Halls. Yeah, is that Chris going Curtis down? Is here. Yeah, yeah, wow, it's about time. Plus two sixty five against the uh, surging Phil Halls, who's minus three fifty. What uh what do we make of this? This is a, a stay away in my mind sort of uh, bet. Yeah, but, yeah. There's not much because Chris uh, Curtis no. is a live dog, but. You know, I, there's not much known about Chris Curtis, but he has a lot of experience. He's been around. He was in PFL. Uh, he's only really been knocked out by Ray Cooper, called Mega Mike Karamov twice. So he's been around. He's experienced. Like if this gets late in the, you know, late in the fight, maybe he could he could do something. Uh, Phil Halls gets dropped or rocked seemingly every fight, but the way he works back from that and kind of feeds off it and answers back, uh, you know, kind of scares me. He can definitely hurt Chris Curtis. Some I think Chris. Phil Halls is, is uh, he's pretty special in my opinion. He just needs to work on that defense and that chin. Uh, I got Phil Halls, but it could it could get interesting. This is another one that you know could could be a uh, could be uh, a weird one. Yeah, and yeah, this is just one I don't want anything to do with. Like staying away from uh, any hardcore bets or anything. It's just I I trust Phil Halls, but also like you just said, it just. You know, then he wasn't he. You know, yeah, the Kyle Dawkins fight was like it wasn't close, close, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, Maybe it, it did beat Imavov, or... even though it was a close fight. But 
yeah. Fight doesn't go the distance. Maybe could be uh, something, or maybe just parlay piece for Phil Halls. I think no. I think he should, he should win this. He definitely you know, should win. He w- most of the time he will win, but uh, I don't think he's necessarily a lock. But you can parlay him. I think gives you decent odds. He's not like a huge favor. He's not minus six hundred. This is what we really came here to see, though. This is this is the one. Ian Gary, baby. Ian What's his nickname? Fucking uh, Gary, dude. Problem child? No. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Why? Why you gotta do that, dude? Even though he's got a fight. I got my boy JP, baby. I'm going to see him live at Amelie Arena on the 18th. Are you really? Let's go. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting. I'm getting tickets. Oh, dude. I might have to fly down. I might might have to be in the fucking building for that one, dude. I'll be in my new place by then. We'll we'll kick it. We'll be Jake Pollers for the night. You know what I mean? We'll dress up as Jake and. Nah, uh, I might have to be a Tommy Fury guy that night. I I might. Uh I might be a big doser that night, dude. I might just be out there. If you can put on an accent, I'm sure you can fake your way. The big doser. Yeah, they'll they'll probably they would probably love me over there. But the future, by the way. Ian Ian Gary's nickname is the future, and he's trying to prove himself as the future. And honestly. What do you think of him? You, you know, you, you I think he's know pretty good. I, I think he's pretty good, but I just this is simply uh, this is what I was about to say. This is not way less of a Ian Gary bet and more of a anti Jordan Williams bet. This is an anti Jordan Williams podcast. He I had him in a parlay piece and he got teased up on the feet by Mickey Gall. Yep. Come on, bro. So give me Ian Gary TKO minus one oh five on Fandle. somehow did knock out Gregory Rodriguez one time. Not sure how that happened, but Jordan else? Williams, uh, he has taken a lot of uh, a lot of, of flack on this podcast, and he's going to continue to take that kind of flack because that's just that's just the kind of person I am. And Jordan Williams, nine little... and five pro record, has been TKO'd. Uh, you know, well, actually, his last fight was a uh, rear naked, lost to Ivanov, of yeah. course, decision, which is a little concerning, yeah. but. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, it's just Ian Gary. The future is here. The future is now. The future is here, and the future is now. Give me Gary. You know, even inside the distance, minus one seventy-five would be nice. Uh, if you don't trust, uh, you know, if you want to just add that in with your maybe a submission. This a, Gary by submission is uh, plus five fifty. Uh, Williams plus submission is plus two thousand, and uh, TKO is plus six hundred. So that that shows you all you need to know. Uh, you, you know, so uh, give me Gary, give me the TKO, and uh, keep it moving. This is a uh, pretty. Th- this is one of my uh, big bets of the of the weekend that I uh, feeling very confident in. This is another one, maybe. Oh that really, man, that really gets the people the going. Main event. Chris Huggy Bear Barnett. What was his other nickname that we were saying on here the one night? Fat slob. Fat no, slob. Um, that's. Let me look no, that up. No. I don't think that's it. Now, dude, this guy, uh, they don't, they don't really make, they don't really make them like that no more. I, the problem I have here is Gian Beast Boy is the other one. I just found it. Beast Boy slash Huggy Bear. Those are his two nicknames. I mean, come on. I don't know who I want to see less of, him or John Volante. This is I don't ultimate like go away fight. Yeah, whoever loses this needs to just go away permanently. <laughs> From from the like, from the UFC, not in life. Uh, you know, I don't hate him that know, much. Barnett but. is a Barnett is a low level excitement fighter, but uh, you know, John Vellante's out here going three rounds with Jake Collier, and it's just boring as fuck. Same thing with you know, uh, when he was at two eighty five or one of two oh five when he was fighting Ed Herman, boring fight. Sam Alvey, boring fight. When he fought uh, that Barroso dude, he, he had like five split decisions in a row. Like, 
dude, the refs didn't even know who to pick in the Patrick Cummins fight. Uh, you know, just sad. the Earlier Latifi fight was one of the worst fights. No fucking, you know, that was on the Connor Nate first fight card. That fight was so boring. Oh my goodness. He's had so many, so many boring fights. Yeah. Uh, and- Chris Barnett is, the, the issue is, Chris Barnett is like 5'9", uh, yeah, 300 pounds. He's fighting out of Tampa, Florida, which I did not know. So I will be rooting for him because I did not make <laughs> Deion Vellante. Uh, the problem I have with him is I, I don't know what he's ever done outside of get smoked by Ben Rothwell in a very ugly, gross, disgusting fight. Um, so I'm expecting very, very low-level fighting here, if you want to call it fighting. Yeah, I'm, I got to say I'm not expecting much at all. I just uh... – this is the wor- probably like the worst part of the night where you're just making sure you got everything you need for the night. Yeah, sure this you- is this is the time where you want to get home. Like, and you get home, you're like, oh, there's two fat guys fighting because next is where you know the main, the prelim the the prelim prelims start. Yeah, Harry and Jordan Williams, and that's when you want to get settled in. You know, roll up a blunt, get crack open that bottle of wine. You know, get the yep, sure or you know, yep, uh, yeah, eat your salad and whatever the yeah. healthy stuff eat that I know all of our I'll, listeners do. They I'm uh, gonna be planning say their week. prayers, eat their vitamins, yeah. do some push ups, and then watch the fights. <laughs> yourself like psyched up uh i know i'm gonna be planning my uh my my prelim meal and then my main card meal all week so i'm, I'm you know i'm gonna try to get that together uh wow this is definitely <laughs> this is definitely the time so i'm probably getting done work around i'll get home just as this fight you know ends or starts which is good because i don't really care too much about Lante and barnett or any of the prelims like the, the other the first three early prelims i think are gonna be honestly decent um but I don't, dustin jacoby out there Dustin Jacoby replacing uh, Alexa Kamer, dude. Poor John Alon. He thought he had a he thought he had a layup. Now he's looking at a plus three fifty. <laughs> so you know, good luck to him in that fight. I think he's probably going to get cooked early. No odds on the uh, on the website here, which is a little alarming on that fight, but maybe that's really. Nice. I think yeah, three sixty for Jacoby plus two seventy. Oh, okay, it's at the top, which makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's, since it just got added, they probably just put it up there minus two ninety. Uh, you think he can finish him? Yeah, I think he'll, I think he probably will. He probably will. Uh, Chalon's not not. He's been finished before, I believe. Plus so. one hundred. Yeah, that's. I yeah. mean, that, and maybe just an inside the distance at minus one fifteen, just to get your, uh, just to add the submission on element on there, just in case, right? You know, so sure. Maybe sure. as a little bit of a little bit of insurance policy, take the inside the distance. I think that's a good bet. And I'm excited to see uh, this next guy fight though, Melsic. Can you help me with his last name? I think you you should say it. Fuck that, dude. Bog Bogradajian or Bogdasarian. Bogdasarian. All right, that was close enough. Uh, he was yeah. supposed to fight T.J. Laramie, and that got canceled. That would have been good. That would have been good. Um, you know, we've only seen him against Colin Anglin, who's not a uh, not great. I don't know much about Bruno Souza. Uh, I can only assume he's good because of his name. So I'm gonna go with that. Uh, I, no, but I got I got a uh, Bogdasarian. He's very impressive. The head kick he landed uh, and the way he finished Anglin was nice. So that's gonna be a good fight, you know. You don't necessarily you're not rushing home to see it, but I think it's gonna be a good fight. Uh, and then Ode Osborne, I don't know who CJ Vergara is, but Ode Osborne's pretty exciting. Before the the fly knee, he had Monel Cop in uh in, in a lot of trouble. He did, he did, yeah, and he was backing him up the whole time. Give me, yeah, uh, yeah like you said, I don't know much about Mister uh, Vergara, but he's nine two yeah. and one. Bamver, Bam, Bam Vergara, for, yeah, he's Bam he's uh, the number one, number two ranked uh, flyweight in, in all of <clears throat> in all of Texas. So, whoa, 
Yeah, you know, he's what's his record? We got 12, what did I just say? 9-2-1? and one? Okay, well. That could be a good fight, you know. I mean, fought in the Contender Series. He got a, a first-round knockout in the Contender Series and uh, fought at Fury FC where he's finished 1-2-3. All four of his last wins, all, all four, five of his last wins have been via finish. All right. He might, he might start this card off with an early upset. So, I'll, yeah. I'll be here for it. Let's so go, there you go. And, and Odie Osborne, like you said, though, has fought at a high level and has fought some higher-level guys like Manel Kopp. He well, has lost, though. You know, he has, he has – Oh, yeah. He's not great. So, you know what? Let's go live, dog. This is this will dictate the night. All my other bets will suck if, if this one doesn't hit. So, let's just do it. CJ Vergara. Boom. Plus 140 to start it off dude. hot. Give it to me. Let's go. Lock it in. Those are your bets for UFC 268. Uh, let's just quickly talk about some different news. I, I guess we should uh, just touch on uh, any any different things that you want to you know uh, discuss while you're uh, while you ha- while you have a hot mic in front of you. <laughs> um, you know, I think I think the embedded's been pretty good so far. That's something we can uh, just know. It's been really good. I think it's just getting me hyped up, man. I can't wait for the last two episodes. The weigh-ins. I'm off until Saturday. I work in the daytime. So I'm just going to be fucking boiled up over here with emotion, waiting for this to start up. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. It's the third time Usman and Rose are fighting on the same card. I, I guess we'll wait to see why the Chandler Gaethje fight got moved. Hopefully, it's probably that, you know, what we were saying with, with, with uh, the coach <laughs> would been working three, yeah, three in a row. Um, would you like to see Jan Cejudo? Yeah, absolutely. I've seen people float that out there. I think Cejudo, you know, I don't know what he's doing. He wants um, to fight bad, would, dude. They can just so, tell. You know, he, he's talking about Volkanovski. I want to see him and Peter Jan. You know, so I want to see. Um, I him, no, I wouldn't. I would fight Volkanovski. I, I wouldn't fight yeah. Jan. I, I, that doesn't do anything for me. All it does is just make me look bad. <clears throat> and Definitely. the UFC probably won't give it to him because why would they take away one of their? You know, and you we have to wait for this Joker Sterling who couldn't who couldn't stop talking about it all weekend long, just nonstop, yeah. just you know. Tried to get his name Run out it. there and just just could not stop running his mouth. <clears throat> you can just tell he's trying to compensate for every like I don't even know I don't I just don't get it, man. I don't I don't get the whole shtick. It, it just pisses people off, and you're just like the I don't even know the like opposite version of Colby Covington, who just like just all everyone's playing a role now, who we all have to hate, and I, I guess it yeah. makes them money somehow. I don't know, but. Whatever. I, I care more about what's going on in the octagon. The last time I saw Aljamain Sterling, Sterling in the octagon, he was getting beat up pretty bad and, and yeah. was rolling his eyes into the back of his head like he had been fucking hit by a crowbar or something. <laughs> but uh, let's, you know, I don't want to do that too much. Roxanne Modafferi has a fight, Ty. This is... Oh, no. She has a new fight, and it is Casey O'Neill at UFC 271 in February. Let's go. Casey, at at 125, girl. Roxanne Modafferi will try and stake her claim to get that Shevchenko fight finally. And yeah. it'll start with Casey O'Neill. Uh, I we, think she's in trouble. We wish her luck. Another uh, UF, or, uh, podcast favorite, Shajara Eubanks, has a fight against Melissa okay. Gatto. Oh, that's tough. Fight night on December 18th. We also have TJ Laramie out. Yep, that's we, oh look at that dude playing a little fucking uh, sounds on here, dude. Let's go. Uh, other than what that though, um, I mean the, the news the news cycle has been kind of kind of kind of slow. Roman Dolidze yeah. and uh, Kyle Dawkus 
Kevin Holland is out of his fight with uh, Kyle Dawkins. They're running it back. So. Oh, shit. Okay. I didn't see that. Damn, I didn't. I'm missing some stuff. Mark DeCasi, DeCasey, is fighting uh, Rafael Alves at, okay. light, at lightweight in November. Pat Sabatini. Gavin Tucker got hurt. Pat Sabatini is now fighting Tucker Lutz. Okay, it's not bad. Yeah, it's uh, I you know I, I like that Dakota. Our boy Dakota Bush has a fight against uh, Vicheslav Borishev, right? Is that how you say that guy's name? Uh, That's a fucking. I, I didn't like that for uh, my my Dakota Bush uh, fan base, dude. Bush <laughs> Bush gang's in trouble. That's this is now this is one we haven't talked about, and this is a fight that I I, I wish was a main event. Chase Sherman versus Jake Collier on January 15th, oh, yeah. UFC fight night, dude. Are you kidding me, man? I mean, this is two fat guys just getting after it. The last good fat guy main event we had was uh, Augusta Sakai and somebody else, right? I forget yes, who else or who the fat guy was. Um, but uh, I'm the Rockmanoff's fine Aspinall coming up. Yeah, that's actually March. a good one. Uh, they are running back the uh, Ultimate Fighter main event, which was uh, Trey, Trey Sean Gore and Brian Battle. They are going to run that back in well, February finally, so that that's Gore. nice. Ilya Taporia has a fight. Who's he got? Movsar Ivolev. Oh, dude, that's going to be a fucking... They're, they're fighting? Yep, UFC 270, January 22nd. That's an awesome fight, dude. When did I... Why did I miss this? This is all, in, this is all like, uh, last week in October. We haven't really talked about a lot of this, so it's just... We, you know, we haven't had the podcast going on, so we haven't really had to... Uh, be locked been, in the yeah. way you know we we have been the last couple of uh, months. Yeah, but. I've definitely been uh you know floating around. That's gonna be a fucking great fight for two seventy. God damn. Morley Alves and Jack Della Madalena, which I've never heard of this gentleman. I believe he's a contender Who? series fighter. Who? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then you know you had the I'm just scrolling through the Vittori updates. Uh, Renato Moicano and Alexander Hernandez, Josh Emmett wow. and Dan Ige. UFC wow, two sixty nine December eleventh, which is a you know that's going to be another great card that's going to get us through the uh, next couple months. Trevin Jones and uh, Hayoni Bocelos. Oh man, I'm okay. getting good at these names. Clay Guida and Le- uh, Leonardo Santos, which December fourth. Uh, Clay Guida just never fails, man. He just keeps banging these fights out and keeps fucking showing up for uh, Ashley Yoder and Vanessa Demopoulos, dude. Oh man. Oh, man. I think Fire we already right. did talk about yeah, all these, though. Charles Jordan yeah. and Andre Yule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joaquin Buckley and Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. We have some great... The UFC has done, UFC has done a great job in recent years of loading up these... Uh, the the lower uh, parts of their weight classes and making these some of these fight cards bearable. And, uh, I mean, a lot of the times they put these, like, prospects on the pay-per-view cards. So, like, a pay-per-view card like this weekend has, like, a prelim card that could basically be the main event of a fight night, if that makes any sense. So it, yeah. it, it's going to be an awesome weekend of fights. Uh, I encourage everyone to tune in. Uh, do you have any parting shots for the people, Ty? Uh, we have Canelo Alvarez this Friday, this Saturday, I'm sorry, also. Really? Uh, I like, wait, I like what? Him. Yeah, he's fighting Camel Plant. Holy shit. What? what? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's the Saturday. All right. Yep. That, is that going to happen at the same time? Uh, so I don't know. I hope uh, not. I think, yeah, I don't know. That's a tricky one. Jeez. But, yeah. So there's that. Uh, I like Canelo and hmm, rounds seven to nine plus three hundred. 
I think that's the way to go. Canelo is minus twelve fifty. Wow. Uh, fight goes to decision is plus one fifty. Doesn't go is minus two fifteen. Alvarez to win by TKO or DQ is minus one sixty. So maybe that's where, if you want to make some money, but I could see him win a decision plus two hundred. But I don't know. Alvarez finishes these dudes now, so. Yeah, Caleb Plant. I don't think he's got. Him. I don't think he's got the the. I think he's got, he probably doesn't have the juice to go all 12, right? If we if we yeah, had to sit so. here today and say that. So take that inside the distance. Take that TKO if you want to make some money. We got, do have one more thing I did almost miss on the way out. Peter Quelly getting it done this yeah. weekend. Plus 196 against minus 240 Patricky Fieri. Pitbull. We got Pitbull taking him out. That, wait, this is, right you know, this is Pitbull's brother, right? This is the poopy Pitbull? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now this is the this is the real fight, dude. James Gallagher and Patchy Mix. Great fight. Minus three forty for Patchy Mix. Yeah, I think I got him, but yeah, I mean, there's no money to be made here on this card, to be honest, folks. You're gonna have to take a lot of risk to probably get not a lot of reward, and for one of these guys to fuck you over somehow. So I would probably stay away from this. Uh, maybe, maybe Patchy Mix and uh, Pitbull, that probably doesn't net you much money, but uh, that's like pretty much the only thing uh, I would uh, recommend. I, I don't even like doing that, though, because so. this fight's in Dublin. So, you know, I, I, I one of these idiots is going to win. I don't know which one, but one of them's going to win. That's my I prediction. Got, I got the Irish boys taking a double L in that, in that event, and I think there's going to be upset. Upset fans in the three arena Dublin. Oh boy, the, the yeah, resident sorry. Irish hater Ty Capone has spoken. It's happening. There you go. It's happening. Be there 2 p.m. We're kicking it off. Really? Is that Friday? Friday uh, afternoon? Yeah, we have uh, Ilias Bulad and George Sasu started oh, off. Let's go, dude. Let's get the boost. Carvalho flowing. and Michael. Yeah, we'll we'll start the proper twelve. No, we won't be drinking that nastiness. All right, uh, you know, see, there's no need for that, and that's where <laughs> that's where we get out of here. Uh, Praying for Johnny Depp, he didn't get punched by uh, Conor McGregor and while he was showing off his tequila to or his tequila, his whiskey. But uh, yeah. that's where that's where my mind is. I need some tequila. Uh, that's it for me. Um, and it sounds like that's it for Ty. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Sorry for the uh, hiatus, but we will be back again next week to talk about these fights, and we'll be back again the week after, and the week after, and the week after, yeah. and we'll just never stop, never yeah. settle. Dosecki. Or Billy Q. Modelo. Brewed with a fighting spirit. Pacifico. Victoria. Whatever. Corona. Any any Mexican beer you can possibly think of. Let's go. Let's go.